Hey, what's up? And welcome back to The Last Bachelor. And this is episode 17. Looks like conspiracy theories have seeped into today's politics. But how long have they existed within our politics? And who has even heard of them? Well, in definition, a conspiracy theory is a belief that some covert but influential organization is responsible for a circumstance or event. 2020 has shaped up to be a conspiracy theory frenzy with the COVID-19 pandemic, the civil unrest behind the wake of the Black Lives Matter movement. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd and Jacob Blake. We're also approaching the most important presidential election of our time. These are perfect conditions for conspiracies to thrive. And yes, your boy Trump plays a role in this. His attacks on people are often baseless and inaccurate. He's accused a former congressman of killing someone and also alleged that a poor 75-year-old man who got shoved to the ground by a police officer and later suffered head injuries was an agent working for Antifa and not a peaceful protester. All these elements mixed with anxiety and the distrust threatens our politics in a profound and troubling way. COVID-19 helped ignite a wave of misinformation. Conspiracy thinking has become more weaponized nowadays. But don't get it twisted, it's always been used in politics and for a very long time. Many politicians use this baseless technique aimed at steering confusion and to prey on people's vulnerabilities and fears. Political scientists have found that this is not connected to a left or right-wing party. It can be pulled in either direction. And that's exactly what we're witnessing. Politicians activating conspiratorial thinking. Over 70% of Americans have heard of a conspiracy theory. And 5% say that it's definitely true. And a 20% say it's probably true. According to Pew Research Center. Like a virus, once a conspiracy starts to spread, it's difficult to contain. I mean, what's the best source of information for a person who already believes everything is a lie and is built against them? This comes from uncertainties. That's the window used to make people second-guess their own reality. Because it's being repeated by people who they perceive to be important. Race is also put into play. We cannot ignore that. Law and order is pretty polarized right now. Anxiety and tensions are high. Salute to everyone out there getting into some good trouble. There are three new conspiracy theories circulating at the moment. One is coronavirus was spread deliberately and was created in a Chinese lab. Two, Trump and his supporters are fighting the deep state for us. Three, Obama and Clinton child trafficking ring cannibalism. Could this be the new form of woke? You might ask, how does one even become a conspiracy theorist? Simple. Just have some level of doubt and you're good. Sometimes we do fall on the wrong side or another. Some people are skeptical by nature. I know I am. Conspiritual activators know how to persuade you into their mindset and ideology. By reminding you that they know you feel this way. And then they'll try to connect you to current events that will further 
try to persuade you. They'll use fear-mongering, making some question, when is this all going to be over? So what's going to be what's going to happen next? And the truth is, we can't stop it. Especially if people already believe in them. And it's even harder when we lack the right answers to give. Even with the evidence, the believer might resort to telling you it's their facts versus yours. And that defeats the purpose of any conversation. Studies show that it's the less educated and younger generations that are most likely to believe some or all this rhetoric. 48% of American high schoolers believe in some way that they are true, while a big 78% of postgrads strongly disagree. For as long as I can remember, I've heard all kinds of conspiracy theories. From hearing the moon landing was staged to 9-11 being an inside job, we hear about them, but we really never questioned where they stem from or even why some stories are made up. The origin of conspiracy theories stem from political events. This strategy was often used to discourage a certain demographic in order to effectively secure votes. As we fast forward to 2020, the effects are evident. Behind the conspiracies following COVID-19, 33% of Blacks believe the conspiracy is true, to 25% that strongly don't. Hispanics have 34% of believers compared to 30% that strongly don't. Mi gente, we're almost evenly divided. Meanwhile, only 22% of American whites believe in them compared to 40% that don't believe in them at all. These are things that make you say, hmm. And on a serious note, many of us have friends and family members that have never voted or have given up on voting for multiple reasons. That type of attitude has made us neglect our most powerful right as citizens. It has divided our thinking because in today's world, Information travels very quickly, but is less likely to be accurate. Only because we live in a time where the truth is ignored when the lie is much more entertaining. Because of all this misinformation, along with voter suppression, and the many that remain uninformed, is why we have over 30 million non-voters today. We don't have to mention who leads in those statistics. Meanwhile, your average white American voter votes like it's part of their religion. We need to effectively convince and educate our people on the realities and power of their vote. Once we've done that, they'll never have to wonder why a sitting president removes mailboxes at a time like this. And raw numbers are projected 32 million Hispanics will be eligible to vote in 2020 compared and accompanied with 30 million blacks. Just let that sink in for a minute. The only way to counter this type of virus is with evidence. We may think at first that there's something attractive about it, even thought-provoking, and not because we're crazy and that we're wave-riding, clinging on to the next new thing. The truth is, most conspiracy theories have never been debunked, and might never be 
because they lack concrete evidence. So therefore, it stays simply speculation. And in my personal opinion, speculation isn't facts. And that's a fact. Let's not assume this will stop anytime soon. This strategic move has been working for over a 100 years. And it's only getting stronger with the help of social media platforms. Moral of the story, anything that's done in the dark, sooner or later, comes to light. Today's quote comes from Frederick Douglass. Where justice is denied, where poverty is enforced, where ignorance prevails, and where any one class is made to feel that society is an organized conspiracy to oppress, rob, and degrade them, neither person nor property will be safe. You've been listening to The Last Bachelor. 